to assemble a task force of the most dangerous people on the planet who I think can do some good. They're bad guys. Exactly. And if anything goes wrong, we blame them. We have built-in deniability. What makes you think you can control them? Welcome to the I Need a Minute podcast, part of the Tempia Seamless Network. I'm here with a new member of our crew, Kale, a.k.a. Young Mew Mew is here. This is the second time we're doing this intro. A.k.a. They... Sly, please come on, the Mew Mew. A.k.a. Sly. Thank this you. is the second time we're doing this intro because the intro we had previously was too direct for one Andrew Bain. Sorry, Andrew. Fuck you. I need a minute. So, over the holiday break, the thing that was most pervasive, and we're going to get into predictions for 2019, was that y'all motherfuckers wait to talk about bird box and to spoil bird box to the point when i got like i would go online and said to myself i have to fucking watch this movie yeah. or else i'll know everything that happens in bird box because y'all will not shut the fuck up about it kale you saw bird box you have many kale like takes for many things i really don't feel like it lived up to yeah, that no 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 no, no. say, say what you mean that you thought it was fucking trash just say it it was trash it's, 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 you, i you feel like the trash. whole premise of the movie was for people to see sandra bullock being smashed by some buff black dude personally. <laughs> so for all those that attend mark fit it's just an in for you guys so if you understand what the movie was about it's about getting your muscle game up uh and smashing white women just so you know the blindfold. If you take the blindfold off, you'll be able to see that mm. that was the that was what the movie yes, was about. Because then her eyes adjusted after seeing all yes. that darkness. Everyone. You looks rarely like, find movies yeah. where Sandra Bullock has been smashed by black men. Even in the Blind Side, like you's all hoping, like you don't know what happened in that movie, but like you know, maybe she just. No. But hey, whatever. And now Sandra Bullock, it's about that chocolate life. Yeah. Um, she got jungle fever. It was the greatest part of. At least for me. Yeah. Like, watch it. As soon as my nigga showed up, and then he was smart. any he, vanilla loving he was, black dude. He was looking was at her a little. He was looking at her, like, a little too tenderly. <laughs> he was like, I see what the fuck going on right now. I said, like, from, from the first scene he showed up, you're a little too handsome, sir. And He's just so you know, most black men ain't dying for a white woman, just to be honest. So they had to add that in there, so you know, to really sell the point, what sell I the say pitch. To y'all? What did I say to y'all but, in the group? Why my nigga had to die? Yeah, because that's the pitch. That's how you sell it. So now white women are a little curious to say, hmm. <laughs> Why my nigga had to really, die in the movie? Like, not he, only does he have muscles, he could, he could, but he would he die for me. He couldn't run away? No. He could. He couldn't put the blindfold no. back on right after he had the shot. He will die for his and vanilla You know what? We don't, we don't care about uh, spoiling the movie right now, because it's on Netflix, and if you've been online, you saw the shit, you saw what happened. But... Uh, like Netflix did such a good job of just letting the movie sit. Like you have a big enough actress and you have a premise that is weird enough and you have horror involved. People are going to, people's tired of being with their family for like, you have like two and a half days of plenty family. Mm -hmm. You want two and a half hours of just like, leave me alone. Let me watch this dumb shit. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of movies about the apocalypse because people are interested because I think it's because people ain't happy and like depressed with work and shit that they're interested in apocalypse type shit. So that's why they want to see it. That's why they're drawn to stuff like Bird Box. But what did you think of the premise, especially after A Quiet Place came out and people couldn't make sounds? That Bird Box came out so soon after, in the same year, yeah, where people can't look. And now we have to go around all the machinations of you not being able to look. Yeah, they really left it open for interpretation, but um, I'm still... 
I don't think it lives up to the hype. That's just the main thing. Um, the whole movie was basically her rowing a boat blindfold, but I feel is highly impossible. But it's a movie. I get that. But um, suspension not, of disbelief, not, Kale. Not very, not very. Um, like okay, her going down the rapids was stupid. Yes. But like just being on the lake, fine. Yes. But going down the rapids with boy and girl, that was really, really dumb. Yeah. But one of the interpretations that I um, I read about Bird Box was that. Bird Box was a representative of how social media is a great monster of our time. And that's why people couldn't look or shouldn't look at TV screens or open their eyes. Because as soon as they looked at that or glanced at the model, the monster that is social media, that's when they got fucked up and life got screwed up. So that was that like once once I um, read that, I said, OK, that's a different way to watch the movie now. Okay. Even though it still had, it still fell into the same like dumb traps. But when once I saw John Malkovich uh, show up in the movie, I knew, oh, we weren't gonna get them going down the river the whole movie. Like the movie is gonna be largely centered okay. around their flashback. Kale, you as a black man, yeah. Let's say this All happens day, in definitely. Nassau, yeah, in real life, and then you just see people committing suicide. All outside MacFit, what do you do? How do you react? Uh, that's a tough one. I'm sure it won't be. Having this whole plan to go row a boat down no, Cabbage no, no, Beach. No, 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 no. You... <laughs> to safety of a blind shelter. The rowing the boat down Cabbage Beach comes five years later. I'm saying initially it's okay. happening. You got the front desk. Mm-hmm. You see people running run their cars into each other. What do you do? You close the door? You lock it? Definitely. You lock it? You say, y'all ain't coming in this no, bitch. definitely not. Y'all have shutters there? Y'all can put the shutters down so people can see it? Bulletproof. But see, yeah. there you go. Okay, you're smart. <laughs> but then you could see, still look out though. Yeah, is the looking that's the problem. Um, so I place myself in a room that doesn't have anything for me to look at. How the fuck you eat, Kale? Um, protein shakes and weights. <laughs> that's all we need to survive. We'll be good. <laughs> and then just wait for pregnant Sandra Bullock just to wait. show up. Just wait for her to show up. <laughs> and then be like, smash Sandy, her inten- I got intensely. You. Sandy, you know? I got you. I got yeah. You. And then you you guarantee it to last five years at minimum. Bare minimum, but okay. So Bird Box <laughs> took over uh, social media for a bit, and then right after that, Netflix came with um, Black Mirror, which was the you choose your story episode. And it to me, it was it was okay. Like uh, Black Mirror has done better, but the intriguing part about that was that Black Mirror allowed you to to for people to write their own story, so they felt like a writer. But the real message I think behind Black Mirror is that. This is all set up around a fake choice. Now, Kale, I know you said you didn't watch it. I recommend that you go home or when you're on one of your Mew Mew missions, you could just, y'all could watch that together and then y'all can make the choices. It's a okay. great evening. All right. I promise that to you. It's a Black Mirror. Black Mirror. Go on Black Mirror. Season go. two. I've, I've been watching. It, it ain't se- Wait, what season is, it, is this? What season I, is it? It's like, I think this is four. Four, actually, yeah. yeah I, I think this is four. And it I ain't a season. season. It's just a yeah, movie. Yeah, I ended. Um, but the other one is the second yeah, series, yeah. whatever. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Reply from Andrew. You out your fucking mind? I still got shooters out here, nigga. <laughs> definitely got to edit that one. We definitely got to edit the intro for the podcast. So if you're listening to this now, you know that the, <laughs> there was a different intro that we recorded, and then Andrew threatened us, and now we got this other intro. So anyway... So those were the two big things over uh, over the break that impacted the culture. So my main question to you is, yeah. what is your overall interpretation of Bird Box? Is it better to be blind and move birds, or <laughs> is it better to is it better to birds? Is it better to see 
Well, I don't, I don't Kale, know. as you know, um, birds aren't real. That's yeah. been one of my philosophies for a long time. I don't believe in birds, human or otherwise. Uh, but I would rather be in the Quiet Place universe just because I couldn't imagine trying to navigate outside without seeing that. Like, all of that seemed like the most impractical shit. And I know they did a lot of things, but, like, she had cable pulleys that she pulled on and then the kids was knocking rocks together and then that never paid off later in the movie because that wouldn't fucking work like we're not dolphins that's not gonna work like people don't work by sound like get the fuck out of here with that so that was my 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 thinking to be like mm, I, I don't know about bird box but the quiet place life walking around barefoot i could buy into that i could buy into that there's a a, a monster who you could actually touch and actually kill they could show it People are fucking too loud anyway, in, in my opinion. So, yeah. yeah, I would rather be in the Quiet Place universe. My interpretation of Bird Box is, um, at least in, in terms of the subject matter, I like the social media interpretation of it. Like all, all the other um, the stories, because there were some people saying that it was about loneliness. I still think that that plays in the social media. And some of the, some of the background about how they, had, they were going to show the monster, but the monster looked like a baby snake. Like a a snake with a baby, a human baby's face on it. Yeah, that sounds dumb as fuck to me. And yeah. thank God they didn't show that. I hope they. I, that would have made it worse. That would have made it worse. But there's the people who. I, the main reason that I wanted to talk about it and that I I like talking about it is because so few times like there's something where all of us. And when I say all of us, I mean like the monoculture. Like everyone at the same time gets to consume something and have a take on it, whether it's good or bad. I just like the idea that. People come in to, as a community to either trash something or talk, uh, like, well, good about something. So how, how do you feel like the large group of blind people that were at the... <laughs> that was a, like a blind shelter okay. or something, right? Okay. Right? I'm, yeah, I'm, getting, yeah. I'm yeah. getting somewhere. I'm getting somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So they were all living here. Most of them were blind here, even mm-hmm. the, the guy in charge or whatever. Yeah, like blind. he was calling people with sight to come. So how up. does it feel that everyone now comes in here and they can see and you can't? Does, does, I didn't understand that part. So See, now, in the is book, it a blind shelter or now is in it... In the book, I think that... Because it's based off a book. In the book, okay. they gouged out their eyes. Okay. The people who came in. So in, in the, the like, movie, no they didn't. See. In Definitely. the movie, they didn't gouge their they eyes. They just came here and infiltrated their whole system. But and now is, they can see and it's going to be... But this is what had me fucked up, though. Mm-hmm. If all the people who... Like the monsters already influence are... Uh, you know, are trying to go after the people who are covering their eyes and bird box and what? Why the fuck couldn't those same like evil influence people then put on the radio, find out where the blind people were and fake their way in there to then open up windows for the monsters to come in, not to get the blind people, but the people who can see. Yeah. And then obviously the people who are influenced by the monsters can still kill because they were trying to kill Tom and get the girl. So why couldn't they, it's not that they were not capable of murder, so why wouldn't they go in there and then try to kill all the blind people? I didn't like the ending at all, so I'm, I'm really trying to figure out that whole... <laughs> I feel like it's, it's just you and Roxy on understand. the island. What, what was the point of the birds on the on the boat? Like The, little, the birds the knows when... They know when the monsters are coming. I don't but know how she kept the birds you. alive. They don't so, really save you. Yeah, but she could. they could the save guy, when the, the bird... monsters... It's like an alarm. Alarms don't save you. No, but, but alarms, alarms alert you, you to danger. stop you from getting fired and being broke. It stops her from, like, opening her eyes and taking the blind It did not stop her from that guy snatching her in that boat and almost 
was killing that her was and dumb. everyone. What the fuck he what was the doing? Bird Where he came from? <laughs> exactly. No, because see, the birds didn't warn about him. It warned about the monster. So it's, it's so the birds kind of only work one way. These are one way birds. Yeah. Okay, nah. what happened? All and the she other, really hated that girl, by the way. Also, what happened she to all the other birds in the world? Biased. They should have just made that kid black. Because she hated the Fuck, girl. They should have made a black. She hated girl. She really did. She did hate girl. She loved her kid, but she hated girl. Nah, but I see like, that if they made her black, then Tom can be black. Exactly. And they needed Tom to be black. See? Yeah. So it comes back Tom to my would, point. Okay, also with Tom, though. How the fuck Tom didn't give them names? No. Tom. My nigga. And she named her only son after the big black dude smash who killed himself for her. See, all this comes back to Jungle Yeah, but Fever, why though. didn't Tom name the children? Tom is a, a, also an adult inside the Bird Box house. Why he didn't name them? He wasn't focused on the kids. Now you see in the premise. This is about 2019 <laughs> moving on. Interracial relationships. Mixed babies. This is the wave, people. Get with it or get rolled uh, over. I really, this is what hey, is happening now. I just want Winter Time Shootout to just clip that part of Kale speaking. And then let's just have that playing on a loop. Yeah. Same way. What what wait, what was your other saying? If it looked like a duck, <laughs> it ain't a fucking moose. <laughs> if it walks like a duck, talk like a duck, it ain't a fucking moose. It ain't a fucking remember moose. remember that. Remember that shit. Word to the wise is sufficient. All right. So other than that, now let's let's go into 2019. So that wrapped up 2018, I think, culturally. So people said, okay, Netflix is the wave. There's going to be Disney Plus coming next year. But then... The thing at the top of the year that I think most people were tuning into or had some kind of opinion on or talked about their friends with or even if they didn't give a fuck about it. And when I say didn't give a fuck about it, I meant like the actual case, not the um, not the ramifications and what it represents in culture was the surviving R. Kelly thing on Lifetime. I know you talked about it. You had to have talked about it. People, you work in a, in a social environment. You're, I'm doing air quotes here, so... Yeah. Real heads know what this means. You're engaging mm-hmm. all the time. So you've had to talk about this and like hear people's opinions and takes on surviving R. Kelly. What, what like to you, because it's, it's essentially you're like a barber yeah. because you hear so many opinions and have yeah. to engage so often. What's been the most uh, like consensus take that people have had? Um, I feel like a lot of people was blind to it, but not really blind to it. They kind of wanted to be blind to it because if you really listen to his substance and listen to the what he's exactly saying in that and you follow his story, this shouldn't be a shock to you. This is what so, I'm saying. I don't I feel like it's more of the people who who haven't listened to R. Kelly's music or interested in this whole Me Too movement. It's just a sensitive time. I just feel like it's just because they brought it up in this time right now that he's being right. you uh, know, attacked that- for it so much. But I mean the song literally says his mind is telling him no. But his body Okay. Telling him yes. What do you, what the hell do you think that means? I want to say this, right? He shouldn't be doing something that he is doing. That maybe it's because we came from an era where we said we been knew this. Mm-hmm. We been know that. But for younger people who haven't known the That's full R. Kelly story, yes. so they kind of know um, some stuff, but then say, oh, but he got to quit it. And then they went about their lives. That song has been a soundtrack for movies. But White movies at that. We knew he was guilty from... Before Boondocks, from Dave, before Dave Chappelle was making fun of him, it was shared on. Wait, I didn't even see. This is the kind of shit. I think R. Kelly, like the P tape, was out before all the popular porn sites were out. So I can't even say like Pornhub or XN, yeah. XX wasn't even on that shit. 
So that's how long that this has been a known thing. I R. Think, Kelly invented the golden shower. But to the extent, I mean, he didn't invent it. Like, <laughs> no, but he, he, he branded seven, it for the, the black people. The 70s existed. <laughs> he, branded it, he branded it for the, for the um, urban culture. But to the extent where, um, like, the, the attention that this has garnered, I think, like I said, because it's happening during the Me Too era, at the same time, a lot of younger people who participate on social media and have um, developed kind of this cancel culture, he is a perfect representative of someone who deserves to be canceled or who deserves to be in jail that yes. everyone can attack yes. without, without like people are saying that they want to still listen to R. Kelly music. And I always just say that there's plenty of music out there. His music has increased. The amount of streams and views, I mean, on listens has increased. And what does that tell you about people? Um, not, not just every, men, I feel people. Like people are looking for incriminating lyrics or things to, um, that says that he's doing these things. Yeah. That they weren't aware of because they probably listened to "I Believe I Can Fly" or things like that. That mm-hmm. is not um, cohesive to what he's being accused of right now. So I feel like most people go and play his music now to find these lyrics to where, as he's mentioning these things that he's been accused of. So I feel yeah. like that's give or take bad publicity, good publicity is all publicity. Yeah. Okay. But did you did you watch it? Because I now I haven't I, watched all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Honest. I watched. I watched up to. Uh, Five and a half. I don't think I yeah. finished all of six. Yeah. And watching it, you do feel dirty after watching it. Yes. To be like, this nigga is a pervasive creep. And I've said this on previous I Need a Minute podcast, right? That my whole, my entire issue with this kind of stuff is that this is the music industry. And that if Me Too is coming for for all parts of culture, eventually it's going to get to rap. Mm-hmm. And it's going to... What's it gonna say about like those people? Because people then even started bringing up, what about when Jay Z started dating Beyonce? How old was Beyonce when that actually started happening? Not when they officially came mm-hmm. out and started dating. When he was texting her, when he was yeah. talking to her, when he was sliding the DMs, sending a pic every once in a while. When did that actually happen? So and for rap, like the culture is, they get groupies, they bring groupies back. Like that whole that whole culture is not going to fly with the Me Too era. So how do rappers adjust? I feel like it's just it's just human nature. When you're young, sometimes you want something older. When you're older, you want something young. I've been trying to figure this out from high school. Why girls in my grade will be fascinated with grown men. We, when I was in high school back in the day, yes. we used to have a term called Honda hose. Yes. That's because, I mean, niggas at Honda would come on and pick up the gals in the school, and then that would be it. You didn't have a shot against them. Like, and what's the old women's fascinating with young, fit, attractive young... I mean, yeah, their fascination with young men. Older women just like young men. That's why, that's so, why, that's why they called you Mr. Markford. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> But it, it's, it's all the same. When you're young, you feel like you want something mature. And then when you're older, you feel like you don't want something your age. You want something young that keeps you kind of hit with the times, keeps you in the loop, on the wave, as we say. So I just don't agree with the early age thing. But after 18, I feel like it's lunch. That's, that's just the premise. That's what it is. It's on the street. I didn't make the rules. If I do it or I, not, okay. it's gonna happen. I have, I, I want to talk That's about this, and then let's get like get real about this part, because I think a lot of people uh, dance around the topic, or they want to sound politically correct, and then don't say shit that actually happened in their lives, or or like parts of the culture that they know, and then want to sound so outraged about that love, like statements that you just made. 
that once someone is 18, mm-hmm. that I think that the the general consensus is that while that is legal, but is it right? Like, what's the difference between something being legal and then something being right or someone being manipulated? Like, it's 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 okay in the legal sense, mm-hmm. and for for I think for any minority for for black people, you're saying, well, fuck, I'm obeying the law. You put me in jail when I'm not obeying the law. So now, when I am obeying a law, that that something is wrong, and I don't, I don't mean about anything regarding sex. I mean like stuff like, um, like drug possession, like mm-hmm. the ownership of handguns. That's what I'm talking about. So, when it comes to something like this, where the culture is shifting away from what the legal definition is, mm-hmm. how would you say people should react when you know you'll be judged like, like, like in the culture, like you'll be judged in society. You won't be judged in the court system. You've done nothing legally wrong because what r kelly then did is switched up his whole perverted system to get girls who were just barely legal like they would be 17 or 16 turning yeah. 18 See, and, yeah, go, and go to states like that and that would be that. the fucked up part that's actually that illegal doing. yeah i don't know because he's she's trying to game the system he's playing on the edges but either way you will be judged if you're a black man with a white girl you'll be judged if you're a fit dude with a fat chick you will be judged that's Either way, it's it's gonna happen. So it all you, depends. Hold on, wait, but you turn you are talking about in the legal sense. You're no. not talking about in the. No, I'm talking about social sense. Oh, in the social says, sense, yeah, right? In the social sense, there's nothing right, right, legally right, right. wrong with it. Right. But in the social sense, like you, you're in shape. If you were to come now with a girl 300 pounds, you don't think you'd be judged? That, that some you, people would say that I'm manipulating her and using her for something in yes. order to get something that yes. I don't truly. Yes. Like people same would thing say with that. The, with, yeah, same Pe- thing. People would say that, would. and then. Because I, I have gone back and forth and because and, I don't I still don't know where I am on this because I am of the view that people can be manipulated even if they're of age, even if they yep. there could be a 30. He's he manipulated 30 year old people in that. And it's is there a way to, I guess, gauge mental age above yeah. the legal age? I feel like, so like let's say the uh-huh. legal age is a barrier. Right. Uh-huh. And like, say, say you, you move it to 21. Yeah. Then. Is there a way to gauge what a mental age of a person is to see if they're truly fit to make their own decisions? Um, yeah, but that also depends on the on the adult person in that situation. I mean, they're both adults, but I feel like experience is what makes the relationship either work or goes left. Because you have 18-year-olds that might have went through a series of things that make them mature um, or cause them to mature faster. Because there are women at 25 act like they're 17 that ain't never been through anything, anything. in their life they so it all been depends through, on your situation they haven't been through through any hurt yes and you just look at them and be and like then there are 18 ah, year olds who's, who's been through a lot who started out young yeah but then is is pain or grief like should that be a measure of maturity like no, do you it's have experience to go, that's the measure so of maturity do, okay so you don't have to go through sh- something no, bad no it in order to be say, bad. right okay it's experience it could be shared from your parents your big sister your brother things that people instill in you things that you see yeah. that you know that the world is not it's called full being of like, green right and you know that the world is not road. full with like yeah rose pe- being on some road some people you been have on to road, always be aware of road inside all their life see and that's the thing, not to bring it back to Bird Box, but mm-hmm. if you've been on road and mm-hmm. you see shit like that going down, your chances of survival are much higher. Exactly. Because you've been in dangerous situations exactly. where you had to be like, you know what? Exactly. And to be honest, there's the some 18-year-olds that are manipulating grown men and women. Oh, because they take that back. That's the city girl mindset. So, so I, want, I, want, I want to talk about that as well, right? So I have, uh, I, I, I've been trying to think about how to, how to bring this up all day mm-hmm. and the the way that i would want to bring it up is 
there is a mindset i think now where like part of the culture part of the meme of men being trash and when they frame it in the sense of people like r kelly and harvey weinstein Mm -hmm. i think that is correct and i think if you're a man and you have anything like in opposition to say that say to that then that you are proving your trash level right but then i also think that while that is completely true i think that people are now trying to confabulate two things because there was a large section of women who used the man of trash thing when speaking about romantic relationships but are now trying to reposition the argument that they always meant people like r kelly or they always meant people like harvey weinstein or how the patriarchy puts men in positions of power over women when I think a lot of them, especially early on in this, were talking about romantic relationships and about how men treated them in relationships. Sure. So what do you, how do you view like that, I guess that statement, that, that, that outlook, that view? I feel like it's just case in point. I feel like um, depending on the guys that they have been with in their, in their life or their relationships kind of alters their judgment towards all men. Right. Similar to, to, to um, men, if all you know is a female that's uh, always fussing and fighting and nitpicking, I feel like every time you go into a relationship, you kind of have that idea that this one is going to be the same. Yeah. But until you actually go into it and see, like, all right, this could be different. But just from my main experience, a lot of men are trash and sleaze bags, bro. Yeah. So I understand and, where they're coming from. Yes, and I, I think that not only are a lot of men trash and sleeves bags, you are right in the sense that the entire movement of that being a mm-hmm. correct assessment, because we know, like, am I, like uh, I always say this, like, if I had a, um, a sister who was single or a cousin, mm-hmm. and she brought some dude around, like, my intention, my male brain would then be telling me, there's some nigga, are you trash? Yeah. Like, I'm, I will be trying to determined because i i know how the how the male mindset works that my my outlook is going to be originally negative and you are going yes. to have to prove to me exactly. that it's the opposite direction because we know the truth because we know the truth yes we know the truth the truth we, is we know the truth the way you, you have to grow and learn how to treat a woman you're not gonna know from the rip because what you feel is right may not necessarily be right because right. society's Cause, been teaching you all exactly. this wrong shit for the longest time and society has thought with it being sexist and men being the dominant one so you already have a certain feeling instilled in you i feel like from the dawn of time so you have to beat that shit out of yourself yes. and the only yes. person like you could teach other men you could try to teach other men that but then that's it turns into be like a personal thing. Yes. Like we could talk about it as much as we want, but if niggas ain't on that wave, they will never be. No. They could always be saying the trash shit that they want um, all day and st- start acting that way. And I think I wanted to address that. And the other, the other part about it I want to talk about was people's obsession with fame and with clout. Yeah. And I saw that a lot throughout this documentary. People so badly wanted to be famous and so badly mm-hmm. wanted to be rich. They had sacrificed anything. They had yeah. let their kids go with a known pedophile and this isn't about blaming the victim it's about like uh, i think a common sense approach to stuff why the fuck would anyone i guess like how much are you worth how much is your body worth or your ability to say that you're rich and that you're in la and you're doing all these things and making Mm -hmm. all these moves how much is that worth to people everything nowadays that is that was one of the saddest things to be watching that like everything shit money is it and the the lady when she was talking uh trying to rescue her daughter said it i don't know if you get to this part she mm-hmm. was like yo money can buy is sad but money could buy everything like she loved her daughter but there's nothing she could do her daughter wanted to be 
famous and with this rich dude so badly that it's not that you could do. Everybody wants to be somebody. That's just what it is. That's the premise now. And I think like the last thing was that let's be honest, Bahamas. We have some R. Kelly type situations going on here, right? We, yeah. We know them. Yeah. We. I. I've been wondering. Like I've. I've seen people very outspoken about this R. Kelly and and then framing it in terms of uh, gender and then framing it in terms of age and then they would kind of hint and beat around the bush and say we know stuff like that is happening in the bahamas of course but then they wouldn't go directly to where i know where they want to go yeah okay all right that's all i, I to know say. I, I know it's happening but it, it's a two-way street and it's a slippery slope because some women just want to be famous and some men are in the position to make them famous so yeah, but then there's they kind of open themselves up to a certain level of treatment. But then there's a difference between women and girls. Yeah, and I I think that that's the line that R. Kelly was like, no, he wanted girls, mm-hmm. and he was about girls. When you hanging out at a high school, nigga, when was the last time you've been to high school? I, I don't know what St. John's looks like. No, I don't. Go that's to high how school. long I've been to high school. Yeah, unless you drive by high school on your way to somewhere else. Yeah. Or you go to play ball because they have gyms. Mm-hmm. You have not been in high school since you graduated. No. No reason to go. Why is someone who has a music career going to high school? That's fucked up. I mean, it's just a manipulation. Um, girls are boy crazy during that age. He feeds on that. And it also made me think like how fucked up like a lot of society is that yeah. we come into this notion that rock stars and pop stars are supposed to have teenage girls crazy, right? Like, they're supposed to put those guys on their wall and enjoy them. And somehow society made that okay. That she's supposed to have, like, this shirtless 27-year-old man on her wall as a thing. During her time that her hormones are the highest. And she's just in bed rubbing one out thinking about this dude. That seems okay to people. Yeah. That shouldn't... Maybe that shouldn't be okay. Shouldn't be okay. They're obsessed with with, um, celebrities. They're obsessed with um, athletes from a young age. Yeah. So when they finally get into that realm. But you know, and see, this is a part c- coming back to about Banner Trash, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we would freak out and be obsessed with J-Lo yeah. when we was young. Yeah. J-Lo ain't gonna try fuck us, though. No. But R. Kelly would try fuck these girls. Yes. J-Lo ain't about us. J-Lo, you, you don't sit your little ass home. But see, there's a difference. It's like, you know, it's like you could either ride this old car or you can ride a new car every day. Why are you trying to sell it? <laughs> you can ride a new car every day. So in his, so you're his, crying his, his Bentley. His opinion <laughs> is, his opinion is, less miles, more fun. That's why that nigga need to go to jail. Yeah, he does. He does. But I mean, still won't take it back. Still won't change the lives he it won't, Yeah, that, so and that's the fucked up thing. But I think like trying to like have this as a example for the culture to be like okay now we know that this is wrong if you still doing this shit after this r kelly stuff after he is like, i feel like people knew it again, was wrong i feel like the people around him knew it was wrong but what do you do i think they knew it was wrong and they, you could see it in the interviews that they knew it was wrong but i don't think the entire culture had a discussion on this and i think that's the different thing that people knew that it was wrong on the face but did the culture have and uh uh, I guess an analysis of all this because like I said like Jay-Z got brought up like the stuff with Kodak Black uh, got brought back up Charlamagne got brought back up uh, Nas got brought back up for the, for the stuff he did with Kellis so hip-hop I think is going to have in 2019 my 
prediction is hip hop is gonna have this moment of with me too where they have to reckon with it. I agree. Alright, yo. So this has been the I Need a Minute podcast, part of the 10th year Sieges Network. We got the first one in the books. And we will be back next week. We will try to keep the same wave continuous. We took weeks off. That was uh, you know, the fault of everyone in the group. Especially people who live with their girlfriend.